This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. From Race Wars Podcast, this is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay I know, Shelby. <laughs> congratulations. You got us we fighting had... before Israel was even mentioned. And, and all, all these false starts. Okay, we're back. We're here. We're here. We never, we're, we weren't somewhere else. I guess we we're always somewhere else coming into the show. But today we're here with some Jews who are going to talk about Israel. It's all Jews, one Tommy. I know. I know. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like so many sex dreams okay. that I've had before. Yehuda, quick, take your shirt <laughs> but off. But without me, fuck me dead <laughs> in a pool. <laughs> okay, Yehuda are, what, is, what are you? How do I know you? I'm a friend of yours okay. for a long time. We Are go we? back a couple of months. How do I know you? What do you do? Here. I work with Skittish Media. We're a production company uh, specialized in comedic branded content. And you work here in the same office as the studio where we record this podcast. Yes, we leverage the same ne- network of comedians like you and others to produce funny content. You're welcome. Wow, have you, has he paid you to do anything yet, Karen? <laughs> Literally not one. Oh, okay. Not not yet. One but Jewish you're welcome penny. for being on our show. The reason that we're <laughs> that you're on the show is because you assaulted me on the street one day, <gasps> he remember? Assaulted you on With the his street? finger in my <laughs> chest poking. We had a heated argument about on the Israel right. and about how the settlements are cool. In case, in case you couldn't ha- in case you didn't figure it out is a huge Jew in Israeli. Absolutely. More Israeli than me because you were like from there, right? In fact, my name means Jew. Absolutely. Ye- Yehudi is the Hebrew word for Jew. Right. And that's my name, Yehuda. So it is. So yep. you're really Jewish. Super Jewish. What's your nickname though? Because that's a longie. Uh, Mighty. Nah. Because my last name is Mightalus. Oh. So people used to call me Mighty. But, okay. You mean my... my? What do women call you? Yehuda. Okay. Yeah. Really? It's yeah. just the whole thing. Three syllables. It's like a Matthew that won't be called Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yehuda yeah. it is. Okay, so nobody Yehuda, calls so... you Hootie? I've been called Hootie. I've been called Yuda, uh, Yoda. Hootie and the Blowfish. That's what comes to mind Yoda. when I think of it. Yoda, that's because people are anti-Semitic. We have another Jew here. Am I allowed to <laughs> say your name on the podcast? Ezra's here. Say hi, Ezra. Hi, Ezra. Hi, Ezra. I invited Ezra because he's uh, my friend, but mostly because you're also like a Jew. So we're going to talk about Israel today. Sunday was the Israel Day Parade. Mm-hmm. Did anybody go to it? Yes. I personally didn't. Did you? No, sir. I am. Are you I, wearing a kippah? I, I, I decided to wear it specifically for this podcast. Because I was going to say, I've never <laughs> seen you wear one before. I feel like I, I want to really tap into my Jewish roots. Okay. So I wore the Jewish hat, the kippah, or the yarmulke. It's so redundant because you were already vaping and had a Bluetooth thing in and <laughs> your wireless headphones. You literally didn't need the kippah. We knew. Uh, and I got my Israeli star necklace. Uh-uh. You came to represent. I haven't taken it off in a while. Oh, dude. I I just lost a culturally important piece of jewelry. I lost a <gasps> clatter ring. You did. Oh my god! I'm like having real serious like when shit th- this weekend. Like maybe at the green party that we had. <gasps> Speaking of which, oh my god, we, we had a green, green party. party. If you guys don't follow us on Instagram, it's oh. retarded at this Tommy point. Tommy invited like, me to that. I did. I invite you. Should have maybe not come, come because <laughs> a bunch of my friends showed up, not just you, Ezra, <laughs> and like turned around and were like, "Peace." <laughs> I didn't know this was political. Okay, so it was really political, <laughs> and we knew it was gonna be because like we threw it and we called a green party, which means both politics and marijuana, but uh. but. Um, it was so political, and me and Tommy quickly re- realized that that's um, that's really political. <laughs> yeah, and like maybe not who we are. Like this is what I thought. Okay, 
we would throw this party and all these political people who have been coming on the show and like turning up and being like kind of amazing. They're all pretty lefty because it's been mostly Green Party and they're all like pretty BDSy, so like boycott divestment sanctions against Israel. Um, mm-hmm. I would say they're all pretty much BDS. Um, <clears throat> You know, I thought they would be able to just, like, show up and, like, not them specifically, but, like, the people around them, like, all of the, like, political (coughs) people would show up and, like, just, like, chill and have a party. But it's, like, always political with political people. Mm -hmm. They just really (laughs) want to talk about politics all the time. And I, like, you know. Well, they also just came from Left Forum, which, like, honestly, I tried so hard to care about Left Forum. They were, like, the whole left. But I was, like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's. It's that's too much caring about super left shit. I like can't even start getting into it. I don't care. Like what I care about was how goofy the Green Party is on like definitely like how eccentric and like superhuman it is on the local totally. level, but also how totally messy it is on the national level. Like it's a hot mess and the people are so funny and cute and quirky and like that's what's funny about them. And like it could be a viable alternative, but they do not have their shit together on any level. And um, totally not for, like, the left politics of it. Like, that's a, a thing. Like, I don't care. Yeah, totally. I, well, I care about the left politics of it more so. Um, but, like, you know, as my friend Chris pointed out, um, like, Cynthia McKinney is somebody who ran for president on the Green Party, and she's a Palestinian peace activist. She's not Palestinian, but she is an activist for peace mm-hmm. in Palestine. Um, like yourself. And no, I'm not an activist. I'm just like mouthy. Just, just like dick. you. What are you doing? You're going to visit the settlements. Relax, Yehuda. I know where you're going. I'll talk. No walk. No, I mean, right. I've been to Israel. He's I'm not, not BDS. He's, I'm, he's, I'm not BDS. Like, sit down piece of I'm shit. I'm like demonstrably not BDS. <laughs> you like, said that you were. Last time we talked, you were like, oh, I'm leaning kind of BDS. Well, no, no. I am leaning that way. That makes sense to me. Like, that sort of makes sense to me. Well, how cool. so? Yeah, I guess we should just... I mean, dive right. In. What uh, what about BDS makes sense to you? By the way, if you're like not here for Israel shit, and you're like sick of us talking about Israel, like this is I'm not going to be for you. I'm going to try to pry the conversation away from you. Israel at certain points, yeah. but like I mean, First I'll all, do my best. I do want to say thank you so much for having me. It's a great opportunity. I mean, uh, to be a voice for my people. And um, oh, relax. You're not <laughs> one of the fucking chosen juice. people at the table. I love you. I invited they, like, you because prepared. you're hot and you're mouthy. Oh, that's thank the you. only reason you're here, Yehuda. So if I was <laughs> A lot of Jews in New York it's that true. like would come and like yell about Israel. Yehuda, if you wanted it, you could get it. I'm just saying. Yeah, any hole, what <laughs> any time. <laughs> Are we? Do we have a real live any hole face to face meeting? Well, I don't know. Do we here too? Um, we could have like some cross Instagram. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. But in Shut all seriousness, up. why do you think that like it's like so important to represent for Israel? I think there's a there's a um, misconstrued perception about what's going on in Israel. So what's going on? That's a great question. Um, and what's mo- well, more importantly, what's the misconception? Well, well, let's start with this. What what uh, you know, you came to me, or we had a discussion about. Uh, you jumped into a discussion that I was having with Karen about Israel right. on the sidewalk. Because you're a typical and s- Jew. And you're, a, you're, a, you're a typical Israeli and started poking me in the chest. Right. But the impression that I got for the purpose of this podcast was to talk about, uh, come to truths about uh, how we can achieve peace in Palestine. Correct? Mm-hmm. 
Um, I guess. I mean, really, just to get mouthy about Israel. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, so we why just want to get mouthy. Well, but what's what are we? You think we're going to achieve peace in nine in sixty no, think, minutes? No, I think we can sort of come to conclusions about like where the crux of the issue is practically now. What we what we can do to advance the peace process. Okay, between but fundamentally, and we've Israel. already done that on this podcast. The fundamental thing is whether or not you think that Israel has the power in this situation, and whether or not they're abusing it. Hmm. That's that sounds deep. It so- I, yeah, I, t- I don't know. That that kind of sounds like a leading question a little bit. I mean, thinking about conventional military superiority, it's, there's no question that Israel has the power. But I mean, if you look at what happened during the Intifada, you know, it took you know a few dozen people to really shut down the Israeli economy and Israeli society. So the power is asymmetric, but there is a lot of power on the Palestinian side. And I mean, I don't think that can be dis- disputed. But do you think that that's still true? Yeah. You For think sure. under you think under Netanyahu that that is still true? <laughs> Netanyahu under didn't Netanyahu. unilaterally take away all the rights of the Palestinians or all of their collective no, voice but it or seems power. like that no the abuses that. are amping up. I think that his administration is a permissive one, and I don't necessarily think that's the best thing. But what I don't do you think mean by that, that permissive? I think that he. I think. Oh, that good! More Jews. <laughs> yes, come Gloria, in. come Gloria, sit at the as table. Your Everyone else can go sit in the penis gallery hey, on the Jessie. side. Hey, Jesse, her girl. Hi, Jesse. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Wait, what's up? Hi, Gloria. Okay, welcome, Gloria. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Um, what, what do you? What would you like to see happen with the Palestinians? You'd like to see this two-state solution? Is he that what he wants you... to see? One state, a full democracy, one Call person, one Palestine. vote. And he wants it to be only nominally <laughs> Israel. He wants it to be Israel, but Palestine. That's what he wants. Am I wrong? So like Trinidad and Tobago, like that kind of thing. Um, I don't know. That's interesting. I don't really know Is enough Tobago about that. Is Tobago really Trinidad? Is it Trinidad but Tobago? They're like the same thing, right? <laughs> kind of, but not at all. Um, I don't know about that, actually. Uh, what I would say is that I think that there should be representation for the people that live in what we agree is Palestine. So or the West Bank all, wait, and why Gaza. Is, then why is, why is it that or nothing? Couldn't it be their own country alongside Israel called Palestine? I mean, I guess it could be, but why does it have to be? Because they were already living there because and the Israel just keeps having these... Because Israelis what don't qualifies want as one representation? state. What qualifies? Because I feel like now cabinet members that are Israeli Arabs, I, I feel like that qualifies as represent, representation, does it not? I but mean, the people that live in those... No? Not, really. not really. Not really. Not really. Not for people who are living in the West Bank. That's true. I mean... So, but but why is that? Who who's leading? Who's governing those people? Yeah. So there's a Palestinian Authority, exactly. right, which arguably so, oppresses the Palestinian people more than the Israeli government does. But at the same time, the people under the Palestinian Authority are still living under military occupation. Oh, I mean, shocking! The people that be, live oh, ghettoized would be oh, so let's susceptible. Talk about, so they, they kind let's of talk about two masters, authoritarian. You know let's not take it out of context. Of course, because, right, it's not their fault. Like, if, right. Right. Let's yeah. Let's take it out of let's not take it out of context. T- context and let's talk about how it came to be that they are ghettoized, as you call it, right? Military occupation. What? How did that start? What do you call it? How did it start? Well, that's a what great do you question. How did it start? Yeah, I think that's really important because to really isolate important. an event, to to really narrow in your perception on a specific event, and then draw conclusions from that. That's very dangerous. Okay, but okay, but to only focus in on the event that neither of us was present for, but the consequences oh, you were of which. For this, but the consequences you're of which. <laughs> you're present. No, are you? 
I mean, and the only I've thing I've heard you say the off the off air, Yehuda, was that. But I didn't the, claim that, that I was the, present. The only thing that I've heard you say in a present sense yeah. is that you were present in one of the settlements and thought it wasn't so bad. What? There's nothing bad going on in a settlement. I know because it's happening around the settlement and everything that they bulldoze. That's right. where the bad shit's happening. Okay, but let's not let's not jump ahead here. Let's stick to what. Uh, to, <laughs> no, you said no. no but you're saying that we you shouldn't focus context? on specific I events. Think, I think it's okay. A, here's you, the question, and I'm saying here's we can appreciate, we can respond to the consequences of it. So what oh. the initiation for this ghettoization was, I honestly don't can't even know. Say. That no, is I mean, so I do know, critical, Tommy. I know, because no, 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 I know. You say, oh, well, they were there. They were there. And now he's saying, well, how did this happen? You go, no, it doesn't matter how it happened, how it started. What matters is what's happening now. So which one is it? How about it? I give you a little which one is it? His, Does it matter that story. everybody was there and should look okay, together Okay, go ahead and give me the history or, that or I already know that we've talked about a million oh, times you, on this wait, podcast. Wait, so you do know how it came to Let's be Let's make it fucking quick, though. How do you think go, it started? Go, go, go. In 2005, uh, Bill Clinton, President um, Yasser Arafat, and um, uh, excuse me, in 2000, well, let's just skip to 2005. In, two, in 2005, uh, Ariel Sharon effectively expelled all Jews, 8,000 families living in the Gaza Strip to give over the land to the Palestinians. To, and what happened immediately after that, so, so they, they withdrew. They gave land mm-hmm. they, after all the years of... Uh, yeah. Okay, we're doing this quickly. Sorry. <laughs> this was eroded from no, 67. I mean, okay. Everything yeah. you're talking about is post-67, so that's why second. it's stupid. Just let him make okay, the point. everything so 67 is post-48. So let's okay, talk about so you want to Can we get to the point? Initial? Okay, so oh, they no, did so the point what? Is, do you want to talk about British Palestine? What the fuck are we doing? They left Gaza, and they had the option to create their own state. They, they had the option to to build their own state and develop develop a government and, and, a, and a system and and immediately they whether forcibly or not is a debate in Go history on. elected Hamas to be their governing body and within two years they they launched thousands of rockets towards Israel presenting a serious security breach. How many people died? In which Israel? How many you people died? run to wait. that, but it's like that's the so stupidest the, so argument. So are you saying? Because I'm yeah. asking wait, about. Let me say the, one thing. Yes. Are you saying then that that means effectiveness that, of these rockets that that means that Israel should not have withdrawn from what Gaza? What would you? T- so the thousands of rockets were were being were being uh, sent from Mexico this is, to America. I mean, that's not the question. That's not relevant? No, 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 but why is that any more relevant to your hypothetical than my fact-based question? down and stop fucking yelling. Okay. Does your argument mean that we shouldn't have withdrawn from Gaza? Is that what you're saying? That's that's not the point here. No, no, but I'm asking you, is that what you think? I'm I'm using... I'm just really asking a genuine question. Um, do you know what I mean? Do I think we... Should we not have withdrawn from Gaza? Is that the point of the story? I don't know. I don't know enough about... I, I'm not sure. I so don't this know. is my point, Yehuda. So, are Why you are we talking that we about these specifics? Stay? That's not what we should be here's, talking because about. Because that's how we're ghettoized. Because of a security threat no. in 2007, that was they entered created Gaza. by ghettoized. Wait, Ezra seems people. to have a different opinion. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, firstly, I don't understand yeah. how we how we like step back and try to give context starting in 2005. I think. Why not? I mean, if we're talking about the West Bank. Right? right and the inner politics of the West Bank. So you can't really start that from 2005 when Hamas became a legitimate political threat to the Palestinian Authority. I mean, why not? They're still there now. Yeah, of course they're still there. So now. they they, they posed, enjoy, they've enjoyed popular support for a while. They posed the same security threats to Israel that they did in 2005. We're looking at what they did then. No, and we're asking right, how right, did they but, get to this but the point situation where in the, two but the people situation are fighting over the same in land. In the West Bank, mm-hmm. is not since 2005. It's right. it's since the annexation. Okay. It's so, since before then, really, if because we're trying to figure out how it happened. If we're trying, we're not going to solve it. 
if we're if we're <laughs> if we're trying to understand whether or not there can be any potential peace agreement, so the the notion is give back a piece of land and give back the West Bank, withdraw now from the West Bank, and you know, like the Palestinians said in the new policy that they just put out, that uh, they will go back to the sixty seven borders and take that West Bank area that the Jews posited. Um, and the question will be, will, will there be peace once that is achieved? And if we look back at what happened when they gave Gaza, we'll see, you can see that that's not what they're looking to do. But that's, okay. not, but that's not a reason not to try to and give back more land. Peace. Well, look, what would at it this take? point, what would Yehuda, it take? at this point, How is that even possible? I, I want to make I a point without being interrupted. Yeah, sure. I, I, uh, what, what would it take then? So we, here's our options. Number mm-hmm. one stay pretty much how it is, maybe with minor adjustments, meaning we have to keep these territories under control that we don't really want to be the police of, and now we're in charge of them, millions and millions of people. Or, and that continues this way, or um, we go back to some sort of borders and we figure the fuck out, maybe the 67 borders or similar or whatever, and, we, and it's another country. But they're not willing to recognize Israel as a state. That, if they were, but the, but they're not. But if they were, eighteen out of the twenty. If they were as why a is that for, so for important? Country. If peace is an, an a viable because, alternative. Because because what's the reason why they're not right? If someone's not going to recognize something, what's the reason for it? It's because they want to ultimately overtake it. They don't want to leave it there, and they've said it themselves. They're not going to settle. It's for, because until they see themselves as already op- having it. The, okay, that's that's so that means that they don't recognize it, and they're going to try to claim it, reclaim it. Yehuda, here's my issue. But these arguments hinge on hypothetical futures, and, okay, and, it, and that's a cheap thing. That's a cheap things. thing. Oh, well, if we try, you see what happened before, it's not going to work. Okay, but this situation's untenable. What? So you What's risk- the alternative? What's the alternative? This? It's not working. That's what I'm saying. There needs to be something that we can do instead of nothing. What you're saying okay. is we can't do so this. So it doesn't mean try that. something stupid. And something What's that's stupid? proven to not What's work. What's stupid? They say What's they stu- want their own country. We say, okay, here's what we do. We go back to some sort of borders, and this is your territory, this is our territory. And if mm-hmm. you start with shit with us as a sovereign nation, it's a war. It's an all-out war. But Okay, can so I, this can is, I jump in here? Yeah. Can, I, can I jump because in here for one in moment? Okay. That's the, that's the state. We you can all agree on that. That we can all agree on. Oh. There is a war. So to okay. further but separate so you cannot ourselves, talk peace. this is the mantra that to I will... To further separate ourselves is this, a bad idea? This can is I ask the, one yes. question? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Okay, hello. How old are Look you? Look at what a Jew this turns you into. I bet how old are you? <laughs> I'll be 25 uh, <gasps> next Monday. Okay. I didn't know you were so So you young. are dating this to 2005. I didn't know how old you were. Honestly, I thought you were older, but that makes a lot more sense to me. What? You You're yell, seeing this... You yell a lot. No, well, sort of... I know you can. You come off Jewish. I know. All right, no, no, but we all and can old, yell. That's it, not my it, it issue. My you. issue is with like how um, it's not even a fucking issue. I just think that you have like a really short-sighted view of this. What? I, but I, I've this I've, could be the end of the world, Yehuda. And we're talking about it like it's a game because we're like removed from it. And even though you're a Jew and you feel connected to we're it, we're talking like, about my 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 peers' lives here, and and you don't uh, appreciate that. I do appreciate uh, that. Of do. course, I appreciate that. I get Two it. Two years ago, family my, there. Not my family. My rabbi that I studied by was stabbed in a temple by with a hatchet by Arabs. They came in and stormed in in Harnof. You can look it up. There are bloody pictures online. And my rabbi, Rev. Mayor Tor- Rev. Uh, Moshe Torsky, who you can look up, was stabbed. And so, I of course, I appreciate the value of what we're talking about. And that's why I'm so – that's why I wanted to come on, to give a voice to my people who have been oppressed. And and when there's a misconstrued perception about what's going on, I would like to give some truth and but some context. here's what's so annoying is like – but here's what's but so annoying. But it's not just my rabbi. I can list tons Jew, of people that I know. For me as a Jew, what's so that's annoying anecdotal. about these arguments is that it's, you, oh, you keep – 
you keep playing games. My 25 year old short sighted age is anecdotal as well. Oh my God, who cares? Yeah, like, like, kind of. The, the, <laughs> I mean, the mine arguments is too. are super my sideways. And age. like, I as a Jew just want straight arguments. Like, I think that there are really good arguments to be made so for why think? Israel should yeah. exist and how we should go about this. But the answer is not to be like, look what happened. They can't be given a state. Why the, is that not the answer? Why is it not the answer? Yeah, if you don't look at history, it will repeat itself, right? Why do you is agree it, with that? Why is it not the answer that they should have their own state? No, how do you come to conclusions? Like, how do you make decisions moving forward? Do you look at the past? Do you think that, like, you look at the, what happened? You look at the lessons of the past and the necessities of the present, and okay. you make the best possible decision. Okay. Now, so based now on the lessons of the past. Now, based on lessons of the past, these mm -hmm. two people cannot coexist. They can't. They can't really even live next to each other with a wall or a fence or whatever separating them. Okay. They can't even do that. They kill each other and they're very unhappy. Nobody wins. Mm -hmm. Okay? So now is the solution to keep things exactly as they are? That seems like not a tenable okay, solution. Okay, so what's the solution? Is the solution then because they're, they, the Arab nations will not absorb them and they won't go anywhere. They willfully won't go anywhere and the Arab nations will not absorb millions of people. They're there now and they're not going to not be there. So what are we going to do? Nothing? No. They can't, we can't absorb them because then Israel won't be Israel. But we can, and, and no other place will take them. So what do we do? Something that threatens our security? So we... Our threats our security. What do we what? do? This doesn't threaten our security? The way what? things are now doesn't threaten our security? No, what okay. can, I, can, I, can, I, can, I, can I put a pin existing. in this for a minute? If we don't do can I put a pin? I have, I have questions. I have questions yes. for everyone at this table now, okay? Because oh, this so is good. a rare opportunity. <laughs> I just like, we're not going to solve anything about Israel, but I want to know kind of like we how might, Jews... Tommy, we might, solve But Israel yeah, maybe here. we'll understand something more when I ask a bunch of... How often do I get to like have a bunch of Jews in the room with me screaming about Israel? All the time when I hang out with my friends. I know. So this feels That's very comfortable is what I'm saying. <laughs> but like what I don't really understand <laughs> is like, okay, so who, all right, we have Gloria's here. Say hi, Gloria. Into the mic, into the top. Hello. Okay. Can I say like hey, the relationship and everything for you too? Like your brother. Okay. So like really like choke on the mic. Gloria is my good friend. I'm wearing a Gloria t-shirt. She sells t-shirts. Can oh I say God, that? Oh my God. This is dope John All right. Malkovich. Urban, urban, urban cricket. My sister has the hat. It's so good. Yeah, I'm wearing John Malkovich. Like, okay, so like the really good graphics. No, He's UrbanCricketNYC.com. Um, but so Gloria and Ezra are two of my good friends, and you guys grew up where? Where'd you guys grow up? We grew up in Brooklyn, deep in Brooklyn, in a very conservative Arab Jewish neighborhood, Ooh. like deep, deep in there. Okay, and where did you grow up, Yehuda? I grew up in an ultra-Orthodox community upstate called Muncie, New York. Is that like the one on SVU where the guy went to hide? Like like Black Hat? Um, some parts of the city that I live in are Black Hat, yeah. And is Actually, there I, a I wore a Black Hat for many years. Really? Yeah. When I lived in Israel, I lived in Israel for four years. And most of that, for like about three of those years, I was wearing a Black Hat. No shit. Where did you live? I lived in Jerusalem, in East Jerusalem, quote unquote, occupied territory. Yeah, I visited there. Yeah, where? Which which city did you live in? No, no, no. Did I you visited, visit? Did you visit? I yeah. visited Jerusalem. Oh, cool. Um, and we went to East Jerusalem. It was interesting. Yeah. I mean, okay. So where did you grow up, Karen? Um, well, I was born in Tel Aviv, but I grew up in the suburbs of Philly. Okay. And how Jewish was your upbringing? Um, okay. Religiously, not that Jewish. My parents made a lot of like Jewish noises, but like it wasn't. I didn't know jack shit about shit and. 
um, culturally super Jewish, obviously, because we're Israeli, and I was born there, and we used to go visit, and my family's out there. Did you get bat mitzvahed? Of course. Okay, which are, do you, like, take a name for that, or is that something It's My different? name is already Israeli. That's already, okay. That's a Catholic we don't thing. Play we like take that. another it's name. An, it's an American thing, because American Jews have a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder about being, like, Jewish-Jewish, but I don't think Israelis fuck with that. Okay, so who did your parents vote for, Karen, in this past election? Uh, of course, Trump, I've said Okay, it. and who did your parents vote for, Yehuda? I'm not sure. You don't talk about that in the family? Is uh, your family still like ultra orthodox wearing black hat and stuff? No, they're not like that. I chose to go, go that route on my own. Oh, you're the um, radical why? one? Yeah. Why? What's appealing? Wow. I That's mean, I understand for a man more than a woman, but like why? What was most appealing to me actually was the the perception of a relationship between a man and a woman actually. And I was tired of like the partying. Oh and my the... god, we're coming! <laughs> <laughs> I'm hard. Oh my god, know. what? Quick, Please everyone, take your shirts on. off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what yeah. meaning? What? Uh, meaning how they value um, modesty and the the treasure that the internal p- treasure that a Jewish uh, a woman <laughs> contains. <laughs> it's so hot! I can't even tell you. And uh, <laughs> I can't. Look yeah. at you. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. the truth. You yeah. believe Eternal it. I can tell you believe it. That's yeah. Yeah. No, that's what the perception Holy is. Shit. It's not. You people are filthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spent I spent a lot of my time studying studying love from a from a Jewish point of view, a Jewish lens, the Torah oh my lens, God, which is the Bible. You must have masturbated furiously <laughs> all the time. I lasted like. 32 days once without masturbating. That you know where grinders are crazy? Jerusalem. Make aggressive. Jerusalem has crazy grinders. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh lots, my of, God. lots of your kind in Jerusalem. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of you your kind. You don't dabble? <laughs> You're not a half-seat? People hiding behind blank profiles, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like all these like ultra-Orthodox guys that would yeah. show me like their dicks. Yeah. Yep. On first message. Seriously. Seriously, that's yep. Jerusalem grinder. Yep. <laughs> Very pushy. <laughs> I had a great time. Um, yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. What was your, like, what was, which alley did you use? And no, or, I didn't. Okay. Relax. Okay. okay, so, uh, Gloria and Ezra, who did your parents vote for? Can you say? We had one, our father voted for Trump and our mother for Hillary. That's how it usually goes in my family. They canceled each other out. Uh, yeah. So it's a net of zero. You gotta speak yeah, you right have to like, the, like choke on it. Remember the yeah, yeah. story. Think of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Come yes, in, get, get close, get close. We're all a family. We're all. I know fun. you're a les, but uh, surely <laughs> oh, that's oh, what happy you Pride saw. Month, everybody oh, yeah, at the Pride table. Month, Who's gay at the and table Jessie. in the room in the penis I'm, gallery, which is only Jesse now. Marcy, you're at the mic. Say hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah we got a dyke in the penis gallery. Ezra, you half raised your hand. Oh, I was kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I half raised my hand. I was. Yehuda was going to ask for your number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so interested. Um. No, like you're my type. If there was a guy type, like it would be tall, dark, handsome. Are you guys? Wow, you feel mutual. What is happening, Tommy? <laughs> Let's all are... take our shirts off. No, not with Ezra. I love Ezra. I know, I know, but, but if take you your didn't shirt know off. And love Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, but that's interesting. Okay, so did like, you get mad? who did you vote for? That's oh, what I want to know. I uh, I didn't vote. Of course you didn't vote. Yeah. Are you? Can you vote here? Yes, Are I'm a dual citizen. Ah, ooh. dual citizen. Did but you which serve one in means the military? more? Or that? <laughs> um, both I, questions. No, no. Which one mean? Did means... you serve in the military? Yes. Oh no, not, yes. did not. Yeah, There's did a not. big controversy within the state of Israel between the ultra orthodox and the uh, irreligious. Like that, uh, you guys shut the fuck up. About yeah. <laughs> about about you know whether or not you should join the military because uh, they have 
it's a secular government, and so they're they're not supportive of certain. Are you extreme? Am I secular? Uh, did you support the military or no? Oh, so no, I I don't not support the military. I just chose to spend my limited. I chose to spend my limited time in Israel studying uh, religion and Jewish history. I see. I understand. Wait, mm-hmm. is that a workaround? Is that like the Vietnam equivalent? No, of my going father to fought college? in the military. My father fought in the '73 Yom Kippur War. And uh, I know I saw Golda's balcony on Broadway. <laughs> it was <laughs> I need, fabulous. I saw my dad. Uh, Tova Feldshoe, really. <laughs> she should have gotten a Tony. Continue. No, that's it. So I'm definitely pro, um, pro, you know, going to I'm pro whatever is best for an individual to do with their how they how they think they should spend their time on a micro <laughs> level and on a macro <laughs> level. I'm pro. Uh, it's it, it's difficult to isolate when I'm pro, pro the military if you're pro Israel being as aggressive as it is. Because you're pro one state, all of it is. If you're going to be that, I don't know what it means to be pro. pro You have to enlist. That's how I feel. Like the people that are like, yeah, we should, we should be bombing Syria, Mm -hmm. should should enlist. Like people that want to fight wars should enlist in them. I don't want to fight wars. I'm not going to enlist in them. But Jews that are very aggressive, or Israelis, I won't even reduce it to Jews. Israelis have like a very real option to do that. Yeah. So why didn't you do it? Uh, like I said, I only had I, actually I stayed four years, but I only had three years to stay in Israel if I wanted to come back to America, which at the time I did. Uh, I was only allowed to study in Israel for three years, and I had the option of either going to the military or staying and studying full time Jewish religion and history. And I chose to do that because He's from here, you like went to study. I, I just I had a thirst for spirituality, and I wanted to learn more about my roots. And I totally I had an intellectual that. stimulation, and I had the choice. That, I do. That's my point. Israel gives you the option, so. I had the choice, and I chose to study. But it doesn't give Palestinian people the option. Do you see what I'm saying? That's why it's unfair. You have the option to participate or not, and the Palestinian people that live in the occupied territories Mm -hmm. do not have the option. So They They have to resist. They have to enlist or resist? Because they're they're two different conversations. No, I mean, um, no, I mean, they're living under occupation, so they are constantly living in a militarized state. Mm-hmm. Which so, I suppose to some degree Israelis do too, but I don't imagine that it's the same. So and from point? everything so I've read, it's then? not. Then so what should happen? That's the whole point of this. And my question, it's just like, I, I think no, that the way a lot like, of yeah, American totally... Jews talk about it is pretty cavalier. Talk about what? Yeah. Israel and the occupation because there's an, ob- there's an option not to participate in the occupation. It's t- so Which I actually didn't know there was that workaround. So... Uh, if you're American and, and haven't and wasn't born in Israel, that that's the criteria. I was, no, I don't know. I was American, but you have dual citizenship. Israeli because so of my parents, specifically but I never to lived you. in. Yeah, I'm Israeli because of my parents. Never but you lived have the in, citizenship, right? So I'm, I have citizenship because of my parents. Never lived in Israel, and because of that, I had the option to go there and study for three years. And ideally, they I think they want you to stay long term. And that was. Um, Could you have kept your citizenship without doing any sort of service? And just went there? No. Could you have never gone there and kept your citizenship? Oh. I did. I'm the same story. And I went oh. there and, and came back. And you can just keep it? Just, yeah, of course. But you have to I go there. I live here. No, no. I, but I live Once here. Once a Jew, so always like, a Jew. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I mean, I understand that. If you you can't, if you're like permanent residence is somewhere else, they're not going to like drag you kicking and screaming into military service. So like, what's the big threat to office. Jews, right? Because I do agree that there is like a global threat to Jews. I'm not arguing with that. I see it because as soon as they, well, they didn't do it this time, but like after Charlie Hebdo, they go right to the kosher market. So like 
I get it. Like, Jews are under attack, and there is a threat, and people are really cavalier. And I see people on the left, which I consider myself very much so on the left, being pretty cavalier in their anti-Semitism. And I don't want to go down that route, but, like, I don't know. I guess my question is sort of, like... Yeah, I don't know. I know, I know where you're going with this, um, or whether or not I know where you're going with this. I'd like to comment. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I love to talk uh, or hear myself talk. So um, I think there's, like you said, if there, you you said you think we would all agree that there is, we are in a state of war. There is a threat presently to Jews. There's terror attacks consistently on a who's week, the threat? W- That's my question. Weekly yes. basis. That was my question. April second, three Jews were stabbed by a 17 year old Arab. A- afterward, he was praised <clears> by Hamas. I don't know. It's like it's like it's always like a, a few what? people. Like I get it. Okay, go go go. What? I know what you're gonna say because I re- oh, go go go. No, no. All I'm no, saying no, no, is I don't this know. was okay, a, go ahead. so th- so we are in a state where we have to protect our security. This happened, you know, a couple weeks ago or like a month ago actually, um, and. So the question the, that that's the threat to Jews. The question is how to deal with that, and and this is this is a point I wanted to come to ultimately. This is something that I thought about beforehand, and that is whether or not you can talk peace at a time of war. That's the question. If you're living Don't in a state, you what else? If, yeah. if, what no, else would you talk? Because when people are attacking you and they're not willing, you know, they're con- okay. Let me rephrase that. When there's an active state of war and they're actively attacking you and they're not interested in, let's say, certain offerings that you have for them because they have rejected them in the past and they continue to reject them. So you can't, you can't, you can't try to. I mean, you can negotiate, but you can't really talk about Israel and what they can do for peace when they're on the defensive. Well, like you just I, I agreed that, that we're, you, can't, you just that you agreed can't that there's a peace, security but, threat. But that's what so, I said at the very so beginning. This is that we fundamentally disagree. This is what I, this is yeah. exactly what I said. The fundamental disagreement is about Israel. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not you think Israel has the power and whether or not they're abusing it. And what you're saying is that they're actually the ones who are under threat, right? And I think that Israel is the greater threat. They took the power because they were under threat. And that's what any any country, every country does at a I time of you, war. I told you, I saw Golda's balcony. I know. <laughs> the point is that Israel's also, under why? not just a threat, but an existential threat. And I think that you tend to be Israel kind of... Israel is an existential gli- threat? I, excuse me. That you tend to be oh. kind of glib and cavalier about that. That it's not it's not just a few rockets and the ones that the Iron Dome doesn't doesn't don't, doesn't take care of will just fall harmlessly like pebbles. Like it, it's not it doesn't work like that. Like Israel's under a constant existential threat that you are a little bit glib about. Cavalier. And I agree that the Palestinians are also under a de facto existential threat. Like their existence is uh, under the control of, of Israel. So I agree but on both sides and you're saying that you know, you're telling me that the that the Palestinian suffering is so much so of so much more importance than the very real, also existential danger that Israel faces. You, do you know what I mean? It's not disproportionate in that sense that both of them could cease to exist. And what's going to happen is both of them are going to have to exist, but they're going to have to find a way. Why are they giving out candy when Jews are stabbed in Palestine? Is that like a, a I mean, widespread is that a thing? thing that yeah, it is. Of course. It's like a widespread yeah, thing and, like and I everywhere. even sent myself an email in case this comes up of videos of that happening. So if you like, I, I can show it to I you. I mean, I, listen, I don't doubt that it happened. Why are they I being don't praised? Know. Why does um, Hamas, you can quote Mahmoud Abbas, the leader of the PA, as saying, um, we, here, I actually wrote it down. 
We welcome every drop of blood spilled in Jerusalem. Did you take notes for this podcast? Of course. Look at this look entire... Look at how much work... You did homework for yeah, this. Yeah, I That's told impressive. you I would. I told you to prepare. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. Palestinian yeah. politics from day one has been revolutionary, right? I mean, it was it was like... It has to be, though. It's Marxist resistant. in the which 70s, and it was always True. revolutionary, which it, makes total sense. It didn't have to be if they... Sorry, go ahead. No, I mean, it makes sense that it that its origins were... Revol- I mean, it started in you know the late 60s, early 70s. Things were going on. That was kind of the craze. That was global. But yeah, but, but I mean, but the, but the problem is, is that they've dug their heels in and as much as one can blame israel for the occupation and everything like that the fact of the matter is the last person in the world who probably wants a palestinian state is mahmoud abbas because Why once once the revolution is over him and hamas and all these other people are done you know yeah. not to mention the fact that palestinian refugees with the right of return are going to come back in from syria and lebanon and jordan and kuwait and everywhere else so and then what they, happens well, at this point it falls to the islamic state i mean i mean you really don't have a choice essentially yeah, no, because I I, you have all of these other factions with their entire political jordan backings right coming there back because in. most palestinians are living in jordan now so actually by right of return really you're gonna you're not gonna have like refugees i don't know i don't know how i don't know how that would work actually but that. there's a lot of Palestinians living right next door in Jordan. Right. So I mean, I don't think that it would be quite the for same. Israel if they all claimed a right of return to Israel. I don't. Be, I mean, it would be a disaster. The Jordanian ones, I mean, would be probably fine. But I mean, you have the Syrian and the Lebanese Palestinians who have been kept in refugee camps since they arrived in those countries. They're second and third generation refugees. They don't know any other life. You know. Well, here's my question: Why can't there just be? Compl- why can't the security? At Ben Gordion be the exact same that it is now. Why can't the borders, the security be the exact same that it is now? But like we get rid of the what do you call Except it? Except everybody comes in. The picket <laughs> fence around the West Bank. What do you but call that's it? That's the opposite of how security the wall. is. No, but w- you get rid of that. So you make it one country. Not like that at all, then. No, but I'm just saying, why can't the security be the same for Israeli citizens, call the country Israel, but there's equal representation for everybody that lives there? Everybody has a shot. It's impossible. I know. It's impossible. I think there's no logical way. How do you get to that point? I just don't think there's a logical way out of the situation. So what happens? Where do we go? I don't know. I think we have to like tap into the emotional aspect of all of this. I don't know anything really, and I don't know how one would do that, but I just think that we're trying to think ourselves out of a situation that's impossible to really think ourselves out of. I know, but this is like such a fundamental, like you have to show up at the Israeli Day Parade. All the big politicians from New York were there. Well, I don't know about the senators. I th- I'm sure Chuck Schumer was there. Well, I can't remember. A lot of them are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Cuomo's not. He's Catholic. His brother's in big trouble, by the way. Did you see that thing? Yeah, but doesn't he go to the gay parade or whatever? Like, they go to parades. And they go to all the parades. And there's a shit ton of Jews and a shit ton of gay people. And, like, they go to that shit. Bill de Blasio was there. I wonder how Shirlane felt about that because she's a radical. (laughs) And Black Lives Matter stands in solidarity with the Palestinian people. I think it starts with the curriculum. I know this is a little little narrow, but... But if you can try to change the mind, at least this is where I, as I think on the Israeli side uh, and representing them am coming from, is that there needs to be, we, we need to stop raising, there needs to be a decrease in a, in a security threat. There needs to stop being um, this culture of destroying Jews as being praiseworthy. And once that culture subsides over time, there will be less hate, and then Israel can withdraw. So, because th- that's the question: if Israel withdraws, what happens? But if, hatefulness if, if is Palestine, not the exclusive domain of Palestinians. Like mm-hmm. Israelis can be hateful. Well, so that's what I was about to ask you: if 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 Israelis, if Palestinians withdrew from whatever security 
But Israelis are super racist. Are well, we not going to yeah, pretend that that's are, not I mean, the case? But I mean, you're talking about an eventual Israeli withdrawal well. if the Palestinians I mean, deserve it. But I mean, that's not what the settlements are. If there's no are, security threat. Yeah, but that's not what the settlements are being built for. They're not being built so that one day when the Palestinians earn it, that Israel will withdraw. No, because right, so secular Israel for? doesn't want to deal with the ultra-religious. That's why. They're laying down roots. That's you know, what it they're, is. They're claiming the land in the that's, most real way they can. And that's no, what it is. It's because no, that's, that's Israelis true. are pussies and they don't want to deal with the, the religious nutbags. So they're like, go this, just take that land. This will never You're end. not our problem. This that's will it. never end no, as long why. as Israel yes, doesn't handle Security its Haredi Bullshit. problem. It's part of Agreed. it. Agreed. The, 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 the Haredim it? in Israel are a problem. They're a big problem. The who? And the... The Haredim? Yep. No way. They rock. They're so good. Oh, they're awful. They're a big problem. They're the Can reason you define, why. Define for they're the viewers, reason why. They, oh, the Haredim are the ultra orthodox black, uh, black hatters in Israel. Who you know, like uh, you know, Israel's a parliamentary whatever coalition government. They partner with. Uh, they cobble together these like cobblings, and they govern the country like that, which means that they have a lot of influence over like marriages and divorces or whatever, for example. It's like, a religious outsized state. Outsized influence, and it is it is a religious state, and the problem is that, that that religious influence has been allowed to grow unchecked and not be neutered. They've been given a lot of concessions. like And like, it works in conjunction and, with and they, our crazy religious They don't serve in bags. the military, and yet they receive a lot of military protection because they're in the settlements where they're very vulnerable. Which means that they're the receiving U.S. protection because Thirty-eight billion dollars last year went to the Israeli military. But why do you? Why yeah, do you? Th but, but why do you think? Um, so why does the Israeli government allow that? And why did they initiate that in the first place? The Israeli government allows it because, like, the U.S. government allows th it. They were secular. They were secular um, um, pundits in the in the origins of the state. They're all secular. So why did they create a state like this? Right? Are you asking rhetorical questions, or do, well, are you going to tell us something? <laughs> no, I'm saying, why do you, why do you think? Well, is our mind in court? Say I, what you think. Don't I just ask dumb, dumb no, questions. That's so, an easy way out. So I think, and this is this is a difficult topic, a sensitive topic, but I know at least where the Israelis are coming from and the Haredim are coming from, and that is they appreciate the value that these people bring on a spiritual plane to the country, and that's why they, they wanted it. It's and, a theocracy. What? It's not a theocracy. That what you're defining right here is no. that their value to the state is a is a religious one. Most, not to the state. Most to, Israelis are secular, and if you ask them, "Hey, do you feel like the Haredim are are bastions of spirituality that hold you the spirituality of Israel in their palms?" People will be like, "No, fuck that. Like that's not that's, that's not, not who's, that's, that's not, not who it's not that simple. Spiritually, that answer is not that simple. There, uh, I, I can tell you a story, but I don't want to ramble too long, and because I'm not you have thirty. Uh, that's a lie. You do uh, want to ramble. <laughs> no, but but, uh, but when I'm my, gonna boo loudly. My dad was my dad was a secular Jew in the sixty in the seventy three war, and there was a crazy situation where um, where everything was really rushed, and they had these rockets that were they found out later were really um, full of sandbags. They were test rockets that they brought out on a mission, and they were dropped paratroopers right next to the Egyptians, and they were supposed to shoot these rockets at them, and they were really sandbags. And it turns out that the Egyptians had left, and they got the wrong um, information, intelligence. And so after they started testing these rockets, they found out it was sandbags, and they all just fell on the floor crying because they knew if, if, it was, if the Egyptians had actually been there and they shot those rockets, they would have been dead. And... 
that that second, everyone's crying. They're thanking God. They're asking, "Where's my tefillin?" Do you know what the tefillin is? The black straps that for the for the listeners that that the Jews wrap. Kind of uh, bondagey. Yeah, <laughs> I have them in there if you'd like. Um, okay. Later. This podcast is generally the whole. I'm way awake. Through. I was asleep for the whole podcast, but cool. Anyway, so. And they're all running towards, even these secular Israelis are running towards that spiritual thirst that they have inside. So they, and, and that's why perhaps the secularists, when they, when they originated the state, were open to allocating funds to the 400 initial Jews, Haredim, that we're studying then. I think the so, simple explanation is that Jews are history-minded and have a long cultural memory and that this is part of who we are. It really is part of who we are, is this, like, really Jewish tradition as well as the secular Jewish tradition. You who thinks that Israel tradition. was founded in and 2005? That's what, and that's, what? What, that's, <laughs> why, that's why we keep them. That's honestly why we keep them. I mean, but they're, you, they're wait, around Ezra, at yeah, our behest because they're a, minor, a protected minority. So that's why I feel like the... To go forward with Netanyahu, and it's not going to be Netanyahu; it's going to be somebody else. But going forward, would they need to be kept in pocket? I mean, is no one going to mention the fact that the Haredim are the only segment in Israeli society that have a higher birth rate or close to it as the Palestinians? I mean, it's a numbers game at this point, right? We have—I mean, not we. They, there are you know two million Palestinian Israeli Arabs living inside Israeli territory. That is so. Another cynical. three million living in the West Bank, another however yeah, many million true. and a half living in Gaza. I mean, it's totally. it's gonna it's it's a numbers game at a certain point, and the Palestinians mm-hmm. are not really showing any sign of slowing down. And so neither are the that's Haredim. such a happens. shitty catch twenty two for secular Israelis, though. That's who right. also leaves <laughs> yes. here because they're constantly also under siege. They also, but they like don't want that. They like they don't want. They're going to leave. They're going to come here. They're they going to go to leave, Europe. And they they don't. They oh, they don't already are. Give yeah, yeah. a shit yeah. about the spiritual explanation. They're just like, wait, wait, why can't we end this? Most of Israelis don't feel the way that the Haredim feel, and that's that means that puts them fundamentally at odds with the rest of the population. Spirit Spiritual or not spiritual. This is what's going to happen. And that's a fucking problem. It's just going to – I honestly think that it is just going to become exponential growth of these ultra-religious people. They'll take over all of the land that was agreed on in 67. You know it's going to suck. You're right. Yeah. And then Israel's there's going to be a nuclear it's, bomb it's dropped gonna on be, Israel. You're so right. Israel's uh-huh. Israel's going to be a, uh, an ultra orthodox state. It's the only way to go. The secular that's where Jews this are going to leave. I mean, that's what happens in the region. And then the, the Palestinians region. are going to have their state. That's, that's what happens in the region. I mean, Hamas is ultra orthodox. You know what I mean? In yeah. Gaza, and the Palestinian Authority is is grasping at straws to stop them taking but over. But this is in the, the end Bank. of Israel allowing this to happen. This is ultimately long term. Allowing what specifically? Allowing this. This is a really cynical policy that I think that the government allows to happen. The, I, now I really see it. It is about the birth rate. It's about outnumbering the Palestinians. It's about a lot of things. But that's it. That's a numbers game, exactly. That's what it is. This is not about I, spirituality. This is about weaponizing human life. No, there's definitely no. a spiritual aspect it to it. It 100% is. No, 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 no. no. You, can't, you, can't, you can't reduce it. it to the one birth thing. Birth rates have been high since but from way the go- before. I'm not them. saying that that's why these people are doing it. I'm not laying judgment on them. I'm talking about from the government standpoint. You know what's ironic? It's like there's this like sexual mythos thing like uh, competing on either side and who it's really against. It's not really Israel versus Palestine. It's the ultra Orthodox Jews versus Palestine. And that's what's so that's what I realized what? is fucking this whole thing up. Ultra Orthodox people. And you know what it is? It comes down to fucking. That's what it is. On their side, <laughs> you're not you, you're not allowed to fuck. You that's the thing. You're not allowed to fuck. So you've got all these fucking men and they've got this big fucking problem to direct their dicks at. And then on one side, 
side, they I'm get here. a ton I'm here. of virgins. I'm literally right here. And on to the other side, peace. you get to have a whatever mystical, mystical woman is the pleasure of the Jewish whatever, like whatever Treasure. fucking thing Treasure. was so fucking hot that you just said, <laughs> y'all do that, and that's your fuck thing, and then you get that, and then they get that, and that's what, and 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 you get more more pussy when you kill each other. It's like, of course, what are you what are you gonna fucking do? What about the secular Palestinians and the secular Jews who go, okay, we just like don't want this anymore. Let that they can like hook them up with some pussy and then let us just live in peace. But they're not really controlling any like political. Are they not decision? They're... Netanyahu is, is Netanyahu t- makes only far right decisions about everything consistently. Sec- right, and he's totally secure. Then secular. what does that tell you? That makes proves my point that they have this insane outsized influence. Or he went to my high school in Cheltenham. It he also proves my point that the cynical government within. is yeah. weaponizing human life. Yeah, the, what government isn't cynical? What government sure. isn't only interested in perpetuating with, its own power? He said maybe for it's sure, but that, is, that doesn't yeah, make it less true. true. No, it doesn't make it less true at all. But I, I just don't think that re, like reducing the whole conflict down to the government is cynical, the government is weaponizing human bodies. That like this that, is that ignores that ignores all the context that you had ignored. Before. But this is the project. This no is the path I'm projecting to actually succeed. Is that this this policy I think will succeed. That's why I'm saying what policy. It. Which policy? This policy of just continuing to let the settlements proliferate. It will succeed in what? The population of Israel will will, will grow. Yeah. And it will be overpopulated with the Haredim. Wait, these settlers are not Haredim. But there are Haredim settlers, no, no, aren't there? Really, no. Well, they're ultra-Orthodox. What's the difference? This is semantics. This makes no fucking What's okay. the difference? It's the ultra-Orthodox. No, no, it's not. It doesn't Isn't matter. It, the same it's the ultra- thing? it is exactly the same thing. It's the exact no, it's same thing. Politically, yes, it is. Yeah, yes, it is. It's, it's Don't the stop religious playing right. games. It's the way religious stop right. Stop fucking playing games. You, yeah. you think a secular person is looking at this versus that and going, oh, it's so different. No, it's you guys. It's, it's you guys with yeah, the yeah. spiritual thing, which is a thing that responds not to reason. It's Opus Dei versus Southern Methodist. You don't care what that is. It's all Jesus worshiping. But it's crazy. You're giving me arguments if it's spiritual it means it's not receptive to reason and that's what's gonna fuck it up for everybody so you can't you literally I'm in your heart can't reason. be reasonable well, you can't, it's the spiritual I live by that. Reason. Let's, but let's then I let's drop to. the spiritual thing yeah we can drop it okay then it's it's not like no we more didn't bring that up till the till a couple minutes ago but no arguments like that justify this based told on spirituality the story. like magic this and that can't be the answer it wasn't an ar- it wasn't an argument it was it was an explanation of uh, an undertone and a feeling within in secular Israeli society. All right, I apologize. You're right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, maybe cunty. But anyway, um, there is a real argument, though, that you also kind of made, that the reason things shouldn't go in a pretty obvious direction, which is two states, one Israel, one Palestine, borders to be decided upon at the border meeting. Um, it's strictly because of the security threat. That's my position. And if and if there was but no is security not more threat, more of a security threat. If there that was it, no in the same country, if there was no security threat, then I know that Israel has not only proposed in the past, but will continue to propose peace options and land settlements and agreements. Totally, but and they isn't did this it, more they've dangerous? Done it in the past. Isn't this more I, dangerous? I, I happen to agree with both of you. Actually, mm-hmm. I think that you was right. I don't think that a democratically elected leader of Israel right now could look his population or her population in the face and say, "Hey, I'm going to give the Palestinians." that whole piece of land and I'm going to withdraw everything. I don't think so. But at the same time, I mean, it's it's a double-edged sword because it is an a unsustainable policy um, that just breeds more resentment within the Palestinian population in the West Bank and also within Israel. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you're you both right and you're both wrong, in my opinion. 
which is I, probably I agree, but not about the part where I'm also wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if this I is going to be salvaged, <laughs> like the secular people need to cut the shit with the settlements. They need to they need to cut off. They need to cut this off. Well, you know what the I thing don't know is, if it's like religious people point. are also more politically active than secular people. So there's like big secular population zealots. who like doesn't really do a lot. And the also other sad thing is that they push in Israel the left farther left, and then the left becomes like these like anti-Zionist Israelis, which is like also really sad to me. Yeah. I, what, like, do you, what do you see happens when, let's say, in a theoretical world, Israel oh, here we go stops the stops. World. You know, continuing the building those settlements and withdraws from all those settlements. What happens? Yo, I honestly do not know. I I think that the situation might be too far gone. Right. I can't so, like actually envision it, but I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't know what happens. Like, it's it's eugenicsy one way or another. What does that, what does that mean? Because you have to like cut Why people off eugenics-y? from like. What's eugenicsy? Eugenics means trying to exterminate other people based on or, or their like, identity. Mm-hmm. No, based on based on their like genetic character. Like this is not well, eugenics. Fine. Mm. All right. This is not eugenics. I agree. It's, it's, eugenics. A, it's more ethnic cleansing. Fine. Whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's about getting people to stop having babies. And the only way to do that is forcibly. <laughs> so that's, I mean, it's like bad news. I don't know how to do it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you tell people you, you are. Right, you got to stop having all these kids and you, you got to come back here. But we can't. Like at this point, it's too far gone. Where where's Israel going to put all these people that live in the settlements? Nowhere. It's way too far gone. And That's it's already I mean. come at such a high cost. And like, all these people that are having tons of kids are having kids that are going to have tons of kids. But it's I, like, I don't think it really the, grows the really quickly, like in a couple generations, really quickly. I don't think that's why Israel control. doesn't do it. I think it's because they see that it's not effective. And no. That- it's self-serving. Karen, that you're the one who taught effective. me that. That's what's not effective. That withdrawing from land yes. is effective. Oh, it is self-serving they did it, because they, they did have nowhere it in 2005. to put the That's why I The government knows that. They did it in 2005, and they gave 8,000 people, 200,000. 8,000 people? You know how many people live in the families. Set? There's room. Me. There's room for them. Of course there's said, room. Okay, yeah, okay. they can is, every, or is the sure. infrastructure built? Is it ready? Yeah, uh, it's possible if they wanted to, they can make it happen yeah. in a couple Well, anything years. is possible in a world of infinite possibilities. <laughs> Peace is achievable. That's what I'm about. The, the settlements are not about putting people because good. there's no room. That's, yeah. a good, that's a good aim. Peace. The settlements, uh, people were enticed also, like, given, like, good deals on property and stuff. To I know, go it was there. advertised like, on TV but to American Jews. But that's but that's what he's saying. It wasn't, like, a matter of they um, brought they, they brought Jews back right. it's not from a matter the of, diaspora. Yeah, that's... There was a whole campaign to do it, yeah. But that's not so revolutionary. We say every Jew, uh, ultra-Orthodox, sorry, every oh. ultra-Orthodox Jew says three times a day... Um, a sentence in their prayer, Thank which God, I'm tra- not a woman. Which, tra- which <laughs> no, that's only once. Woman once or twice, uh, depending on. Uh, go the, on, the, go on. Okay, so they say a sentence <laughs> that says, "Leave the comment." And we pray that God let us witness the return to Zion. And so the Jews are literally asking for that three times a day. So. When an opportunity arises, that they're going to create a scenario when Jew- where Jews can actually return from the diaspora to achieve that Zion that they're they're waiting to see. What yeah, do you yes. do? Do you and think that Lauren Hill that, sings that, about that, that the same necessary. Zion that you do? Huh? What? Lauren Hill. Huh? Do you think she sings about the same Zion that you do? Who's Lauren Hill? Oh my God, you are young. Okay, we're gonna <laughs> jump off now because it's fifty-four minutes. All right, but let's play quick. No, no, we're gonna do a rapid okay, fire. Okay, but we're gonna do rapid Vintage. fire. Obviously, uh, duh. All right. Look, does some things go without saying? I thought yeah. that we were um, 
not saying yeah let it out yeah you need to take a big hit off that yeah Yehuda this is too much coming from how you doing you okay is this is this that I feel like we actually came to isn't that all Jews that was just my yes that's what has impressed me the most your notes and you're very sexual Yes, uh, I, thank you. No comment. <laughs> Karen and I are both going to have sex with you after I, the podcast. It wasn't a come on. It was an observation. It was a warning. Like... Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> I do always try to prepare and I do enjoy sex. I know. I douche too. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Rapid fired. All right. Ready? Uh, fuck, marry, kill. You know how to play this game, obviously. Mm-hmm. All yeah. Right. All right. So I'm not going to give you any oh, yeah. Palestinian options because I don't want any more to die. Uh, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> um, I mean, it's fair. <laughs> we'll start with uh, Gold in My Ear. Uh, then we'll go to Yitzhak Rabin. And then. Uh, Is this about sex at all? <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu. I'm gonna start. (laughs) I am gonna fuck gold in my ear. No, no, no. I lie. I lie. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna fuck young. um, No, I'm gonna fuck Yitzhak Rabin because why not? Like, have the story that I fucked somebody that was assassinated, and then I'll marry gold in my ear because she like seemed like fun and midwestern. And then I'm going to uh, not really, but for the sake of the game, kill. Um, Don't say it. Did you just yeah. say you're going to kill? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a word. Go. Your turn, Yehuda. I would definitely fuck Golda Meir because I'm not gay. Yeah. Uh, well. And I have no choice. <laughs> Tell that to my dick. No. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I will definitely marry Netanyahu because I think he's so wise and brilliant and experienced. And I would love to just spend all my life with him. And gay marriage is legal in the United States. Congratulations. Yes. I would bring him here. Is it legal um, in Israel? I don't think so. Maybe. At all? No, they go to Cyprus. Mm. But, oh, it's Which recognized side? in Israel. That's what it is. It's recognized. Yeah. Mm. So good ki- on them. kill go the on. third. Mm-hmm. Which uh, one? Uh, <laughs> 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 okay. He's already oh, dead. <laughs> every podcast is evidence. Always remember. <laughs> Ezra, your turn. Um, this is one of not the best Mary fuck kills for an entire table full of people to do. I love this one. What are okay, you talking about? I'm okay, having a blast okay. listening to Jews <laughs> kill a Jew. Go. Oh okay, go um, <laughs> I, I guess I'd uh, marry Golda Meir. She was an operator, man. She she got shit done. Totally. Um, I'd fuck Netanyahu, I guess, because uh, why not? You know, have you have you seen pictures of him when he was younger? Handsome. In his, in his military service? Handsome. Might mm-hmm. as well, right? Yeah. Um, he was in any hole. So only honest. a younger Netanyahu. I don't know, silver fox. I don't. I don't know. Silver it's fox. it's which it's, one do you? It's like any dude to me. I don't fucking know. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and then I, I guess I'd kill the other one because he's. I mean, he's used to it at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, Gloria. I think Tommy, that I agree with you. All three of your choices, I think, are perfect. I would definitely kill. You know. Yeah. The one who you wanted to kill. <laughs> Gold in my ear is totally eighteen. Must not she be named. Will she will, you know. She Don't you feel great. like you could laugh with her? Yeah, it's, it's, it's good for, for the long haul, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rabin, I mean, he looks like he was cute back in the day. Yeah. And you'll be a gorgeous widow. Oh, wait, you were <laughs> fucking him. Well, you know, same thing. Uh, Karen, your turn. Um. Okay. Um, Please say you're going to fuck me, uh, Golda. <laughs> That'd be so hot. Um, no. Oh, man. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm going to. Karen only fingers girls. 
I only do middle middle school shit with girls. That's I, fine. Um, what? So did Yehuda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it for my treasured, Are you my treasured it for wife. Your treasured one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't have a bonus conversation. I saved it till yeah. I was 23. That's the truth. Congratulations. Yeah. What was his name? Go, Karen. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I would kill the one that you would also. It would just solve a lot of problems. Oh, so many. He already got on the wall of greatness at my high school, so, like, he's good. That's all he ever <laughs> needed to achieve. Um, he's made history, so he's ready. And um, um, I would marry Golda. Correct. Because we'd be glamorous, like a glamorous, like, Jewess lesbian power couple. Totally. But we would only, like, snuggle and, but like, finger stuff. But you'd be, like, stuff. Cynthia Nixon and her <laughs> wife. You know what I mean? What, both like, yeah, like No, like, one's, like, kind of short and, like, not as attractive, and then, like, you're Cynthia Nixon. Uh, yeah. Anyway, whatever. Keep going. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the hot one. Okay, and then I bang the other one who's because it's like a man and who cares? Yeah. He's like not problematic now. He like had the decency to die, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this has been fun. Yehuda, did we accomplish what your um, 18 pages of like beautiful, a beautiful mind notes scribbling? That, I mean, it really looks like the work How of a serial killer. How do you feel like this went as from this far angle. as getting your message out here on a scale of you didn't yell enough to too much yelling? <laughs> I think I brought out some of the points that I wanted to, not in as an organized fashion as I'd hoped. Um, but I definitely enjoyed my time here. and <laughs> You did amazing. <laughs> I, enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed the different points of view and trying to restrain myself. Tommy... Did not restrain himself. <laughs> what? I was great. Yes, I killed this I, episode. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I admire your restraint also because Jews can get very aggressive. Mm. And you we especially need to moderate can. Our optics. I think we all were chill, no? Mm. Gloria, Ezra, how did you feel? You guys were very chill. You guys were all great. I no, guess. how did you do? You did pretty well. You jumped in. I jumped in. More than you, Gloria. You <laughs> yeah. kind of stayed on the fence. You know, I don't know a lot, to be honest on with you. On the protective fence. <laughs> to be honest with you, I really don't know a lot on the protective fence for sure. It's true. <laughs> Everybody just has a bunch of feelings. That's the whole problem. Yeah. That's the whole point. Nobody knows a lot. Oh, if you ask a Palestinian, they don't know a lot. They just have a lot of feelings, too. If you go over there, it's not like everybody's so fucking well-informed. Everybody just has feelings. No, and I hear the so pride like in Tel Aviv is amazing. Is it Yehuda? Yeah, it's just, uh, it's uh, to quote the great Ben Shapiro, facts don't care about our feelings. And it's difficult for us to to internalize that. Oh, my God. So yeah. now that we've killed the energy on this podcast. <laughs> wow, Yehuda, suck Bummer. the air right out of the room. <laughs> okay, Luckily, there's no Palestinians oh, in here to suffocate. Skittish media or I had whatever? to end on our conservative note. Skittish? Is it skittish? Skittish media. Check it out. Skittishmedia.com with one T. Very cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, like a skit. Like a skit. Gloria, what are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah, like a skit. UrbanCricketNYC.com. You can look exactly like Tommy O'Malley every single day if you buy every <laughs> single one of our T-shirts. It's all I wear. You know why? Because I love them, and also every single one of them is free. Yes. <laughs> they always I have an will entire be Tommy, wardrobe. Always. Tommy, you have but fully turned into a Jew. Oh, it's the best. Wow. I mean, you know, from your mouth to God's ears. Ezra, you got Keep anything you want to promote? I got, I got nothing. No, you single. You wanna you wanna find a date? Sure. Cool. Sign me up. Yeah. Look what? at the picture, ladies. Get at him on social media. Yehuda, you want a date? 
Definitely. I'm free after this. Karen, yeah. Orthodox you girls Tommy, only. Do you ever put I'll wear a, a wig. Do you guys ever put a B at the end of words that end with M? Like gumb? <laughs> well, usually, but I could start. Or tomb. <laughs> it's called tomb. <laughs> or, um... Okay, guys, that's it. Karen Margolis and on Hireball. And uh, our Patreon, to our Patreon subscribers, thank you so much. You guys are the fucking best. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we love you. At Tommy O'Malley. Bye. Bye. Bye.